0: Hello, and thank you once again for joining us for another edition of the National College podcast, where we speak to school leaders to hear their CPD journeys with our award-winning remote CPD platform. My name is Jack Gallagher, and I work as part of the marketing team here at the National College. And each week, I've been fortunate enough to garner a wide scope of stories from those aforementioned school leaders throughout this An Educator's Insight series. Today's guest, Alison Collis, is the head teacher at Charlestown Community Primary School in Blackley, Manchester. And I'm looking forward to hearing when the National College became a necessity for her and her staff, and subsequently how we've been able to contribute to staff development across the school. Alison, thank you for joining me today. It's fantastic to have you on the podcast. Plenty to talk about, but let's start at the beginning. Where did your teaching journey commence?
1: OK, so um, I started my career as a year six primary school teacher in Hyde in Greater Manchester in 1997. Um, moved back to Derby, which is where I actually studied the year later. Um, and I moved to Milton Keynes in 2005, class teacher across primary for all of that. Progressed to Key Stage 2 leader, um, then assistant head. I was deputy head for one year and then the head teacher left at my um, school, so I became the interim head, did my MPQH during that time, um, and, and was a teacher there for seven years, six, seven years, um, and then I moved across to a neighbouring school with the plan to run it alongside my deputy from the previous school who was ready to be ahead, so one of us needed to go really, so I thought I'll have a change of scenery and we'll run them together, um, then a multi-academy trust got involved. Um, and I decided that wasn't for me, so um, I relocated back home to Manchester, Uh, so this is my third headship, it was never meant to be my third headship, I like to sort of be quite settled, so I'm hoping to stay here now, Um, and um, all size schools, two form entry um, in challenging areas, Um, great, you know, sort of great environment to work in and really rewarding so um, yeah that's me that's how I intend to live out the rest of my career I don't have any aspirations to be an executive head teacher I just want to do a really good job for this community.
0: And sort of reading between the lines and judging um, on what you've sort of spoke about there I can obviously see that teaching is obviously a passion Uh, was it something um, initially as you know as a a child or maybe a teenager growing up that you always wanted to do is is that something that has always been sort of at the forefront of your mind to, to get into the education profession first
1: off not at all um i didn't know what i wanted to be uh what what i wanted to do it was actually um my sixth form um of sixth form who said you know i think you'd be a really good teacher so i was like oh okay yeah i'll give that a go i really literally was at that level um sort of went and did a bit of work experience didn't like it went to um do my b ed in derby um and even then i was actually working in pubs at the weekends doing bar management at that point overseeing teams there and when it came to my final year of my teaching career, uh, teaching degree I still didn't know whether I wanted to go into pub management or into schools. Um, it was only when after getting my first job back up here in Hyde that I fell in love with it and then never looked back really. Um, didn't really want to be a head teacher and then suddenly that just grew as well to a passion. Um, I've got four children, two of my own and two stepchildren so I was always quite busy at home. And I always said I wouldn't be a head teacher uh, until my children were in secondary school, just so that I could give them the time that they deserved. But actually, the opportunity arose quite early in my career, so um, I did take it and loved it. And I managed to do both, um, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Now, I absolutely love it.
0: Two slightly different career paths that you could have. Uh, you yeah, could have absolutely. So yeah, yeah. Looking at education and how have things changed? Have things changed rather over the past? Uh, let's take a sample of perhaps 10 years since you've um, started getting involved with, with education and obviously as a head teacher now how would you look back and, and think um, I'm thinking maybe around p- policy um of local authority support that kind of thing how have things um, moved and evolved over time do, what would you say?
1: Um, I might I actually quite like I think it's gone in a positive direction many people would probably disagree with me but the New curriculum has given us greater flexibility. Um, So I say new curriculum, it's not new anymore. Um, That gave us greater flexibility. Um, The accountability is still very much there and that is challenging for many people, particularly working in areas of deprivation. But what we are allowed to do now, whereas perhaps it was more about data before and it was about attainment, not progress back 10 years ago, means that we can really, you know, meet children's needs now and not, have to be solely focused on attainment there's a lot more about well-being and mental health now and the whole child um which means that our priorities I guess have changed whereas 10 years ago as a head it was all data driven and core subjects whereas now school development plans are have a you know or well, mine certainly has a um well-being target on it we've got a digital strategy um, focus on it now so that we're bringing our school into the 21st century and being forward thinking to help our children in their career path. So there's a much more creativity around it now, I think. The the new Ofsted framework is causing a bit of a challenge um, in a a primary level, I think, certainly for subject leaders, um, because I think the expectation is very much about uh, teachers at primary almost being like secondary subject teachers and obviously at primary school they are teaching every subject and yet they need to be an expert in their own beyond the 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 level they've ever been before so that's been a massive step up which the the you know the national college has really helped with and my teachers have i've I've done all the sort of um webinars and stuff on there about that and found them really useful Um, so so yeah i think the role has changed but it's got it's Mainly, I think for the better, um, but again, many people would disagree with that as well. So, but that's my personal opinion.
0: I'm picking up on a, a couple of the points that you touched on there around things maybe changing in terms of priorities and maybe what you have to look out for now, did that perhaps shape um, the attitude that you had to perhaps getting involved with the National College in sort of the first place? With obviously the wide spectrum of, of topics that we have on the site, so sort of, be it mental health. Um, you know be it Ofsted be it you know all around those different sort of topics um, and really allowing your staff to, to drill down into areas perhaps that they, they wouldn't have had the opportunity to to perhaps do so um, on a on a sort of a standard training course if you like.
1: Yeah absolutely it was the diversity of the the course opportunities that attracted me in the first place um, partly because from the as I said about the subject leaders we needed some work and development there and there's because uh, I'd also moved to a new area in terms of not knowing Um, not having the network if you like you know when when I worked down in Milton Keynes you know who the good people are to go to for training and and moving to a new area you just don't have that so it was really clear that I could look at it first and evaluate it and sort of think that'll be really good for our teachers that's exactly what they need um so from that development perspective it was really good but I've, I've used it um very much so with TAs and um actually with office and and um Caretaking staff, but TAs in particular have really embraced it, um, and I've used it in a very um, set way. So we, we, you know, in the sense of I've uh, the, the, there's a there's a webinar on, on unconscious bias, which I thought was really powerful. Um, so our, all the TAs did that, and then we had a discussion around it afterwards, and they really thought about their unconscious biases in the classroom. Um, and then I also gave them. Um, because we had some um, inset days to take as twilight, I said I wanted them to choose two programs that fit with their role two that were of um linked to their appraisal and then one of just any interest at all that they had within their role so they've really loved the freedom of being able to direct their own professional learning and the fact that it could be different to the person working in the classroom next to them um so it, it has certainly the feedback has been that they felt really empowered that their you know learning is taking a personal journey for them on what exactly they need and all you know and supporting them. So TAs have really in particular embraced it. My office staff love it because there are things on there, such as um, you know to do with induction so safeguarding and all that kind of stuff they can do everything on there so they can use it very clearly and site management now because there are um programs on there that they can use as well and we've just taken on a new caretaker so he's been accessing some of those as well so yeah it it fits everyone um and i can literally go on i was looking at rosenshine's principles over the holidays and i can just search it and there is something on that so it is brilliant in that sense
0: TAs is a, a topic that keeps cropping up actually when I keep um, sort of having conversations with fellow head teachers like yourself, they seem to say that head t- um, TAs rather have um, perhaps been excluded in the past from, from training and there isn't that opportunity um, perhaps like there is for subject leads or head teachers um, for, for them to develop. So is that an area that an office staff as well um, that they've said, you know, it's nice to have that um, actual opportunity in the first place to, to develop themselves?
1: For office staff, definitely. I, I've always been very um focused on TA development in, in all the schools I've worked at. Um so it is something I mean, this has made it ten times easier before I've had to seek external training, or I've got teachers to model things to TAs, and we've done very much sort of things within the school, but this has made it brilliantly easy and also, as I said, so personalized. And I think that's the key that's really taken off in this school and I know so many of them go and do ones in the evening and in the holidays without me asking them to because they find something and sort of go oh I really like the look of that and and we'll do that. Um, Office staff definitely there's a massive void there for development Um, and now that there's more and more coming up on the National College that's really helped them getting involved too and I've sort of really trying to sell that we are a learning community we need to model constant learning and you know develop ourselves and and be really sort of proactive and that. That's the culture we're trying to create, and this is helping immensely.
0: And in our sort of initial correspondence, I touched on that you'd had over sort of eighteen thousand minutes completed. Uh, obviously, that um, will have will have grown and, and you know evolved over the summer holidays. I can imagine uh, just from hearing what you've said there in terms of um, your own development and staff also um, going off um, exploring themselves on the website. And the word I, I kind of would use was be a, a culture, would you say, embedded th- throughout the school of, you know, personal uh, responsibility for learning and having that environment for them to, to develop in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've only been here sort of, well, we're 18 months or so now since January 2020. And obviously we had um, COVID nine weeks into that. Um And it was perfect for that as well. So, you know, people, TAs at home in the first lockdown did use it for their own development. I've actually got a lady on maternity at the moment. She's going off maternity leave in a few weeks. She's going to be, because she's quite in the third trimester now of her pregnancy, um, She. Isn't in school, and we've kind of agreed that because of some health complications. So she's going to be doing some intervention from home with our children. But while we assess our children ready for her intervention, she's spending this week using the national college to, you know, get herself it, it, um, up to date in any new developments this this term or um, things that she's interested in. And she's she, you know she's using it for a few days to really get herself back in the zone. Um, so it, it has been fantastic and and created that learning culture is something that I've been working on from the start. I'm modelling it myself um, because I think that's really important and people have really jumped at the chance. And and we have a a wellbeing committee where we have representatives from each um, team, if you like. So a, a representative from the TAs, from the office, from the kitchen from teachers from senior leaders from early years and we meet half a term and we talk about what's going well for that group of people and that's all been fed back to them to feedback in the meeting and what needs to develop but every single one of them has sort of said they're loving the opportunities for personal development and the training that's available on the national college so yeah it's having a massive impact in school
0: that is that is fabulous to hear and Alison as I always do as a sort of a roundup um, conclusion to these conversations with with sort of every guest I have on on the podcast I ask them their biggest takeaway or biggest positive um, from from being a member of the National College is that an easy one for you to answer at this present moment would you say? Um, The
1: biggest takeaway personally is just that anything I need to sort of you know look up or or have a bit more of an in-depth focus on it's on there it really is there's so many um different topics on there um again not just for my role but for everybody or if I think oh TAs need a bit of development in that area or teachers need this I just literally search it and there it is um that's the biggest and easiest thing I think and that really has you can have instant impact with that because you can be saying to people at the next staff meeting or whatever can you you know have a look at this or it's just it's just so much more instant rather than waiting till next April for that conference or that course. It, it's really useful.
0: Well, Alison, uh, great place to, to conclude, um, I think, on, on that note. So um, fantastic to speak to you today, Alison. Really, really appreciate your time.
1: No problem. Thank you very much.
0: Thanks, Alison. Take no. care now. Bye bye.